there's no even speak. But we have to be at a point as a people that we shed our light everywhere we go and that we be friends in the community. Huh? So the Bible commands us to show the love of God. Huh? Come on, somebody. And that's basically uh, what this lesson is all about, is showing the love of God. Amen. So many times we try to pick and choose who our neighbors are. Uh-huh. But uh, I'm here to tell you this morning, you can't pick and choose. Because uh, sometimes God will send somebody in your pathway, may not smell good, may not dress like you, may not talk like you, may not act like you. But he expects you to treat people as you would want to be treated. Uh, come on here. We ain't been all squeaky clean all our life. We ain't dotted every I, crossed every T. Oh, come on. Let's be real this morning. Huh? Come on. Uh, you know, people are people. At the end of the day, if you cut somebody, I don't care who, if they rich or poor, they're going to bleed. Huh? Come on. And everybody put on their pants. How? One leg at a time. Oh, come on here. So, you know, we don't have to snub our nose at nobody. You know, it was a song we used to sing, you know, never look down on a man or what? You pick up. So we have to put those things into practice because I know we we in church, you know, we in a culture, you know, where we think big of ourselves, Uh huh. Because we say that we sanctified, you know, we serve the Lord, you know, we kings kids, you know, and we have sometimes this high and this lofty view of ourselves, you know, but Jesus always humble and practical. <laughs> and he went around and he taught us, you know, with his ministry on earth, how to treat and deal with peoples. Because let's just face it, if he didn't show love when he was going around dealing with lepers and, you know, uh, lunatics and, you know, folks cutting themselves at the cemetery and had legions of demons and, oh, come on here. You know, these people that you wouldn't want to deal with. Now, let's just keep it real. Huh? Folks, there was enemies to the nation of Israel, Samaritans. Hmm, the love of God showed up. Huh? And because the love of God showed up, me and you had an opportunity to be grafted in to the family of God. Uh, that's the reason why we're here. Uh, because of the love of God. Don't get it twisted now. It's no goodness of our own. It's not because we done did everything just right. Oh my God. It was because the love of God showed up for duty. Oh my God. Thank you Jesus for the love of God. Oh, glory. Thank you, Jesus. Because his love showed up. Because we didn't love ourselves and we were just serving anything. Huh? We were serving idol gods. We made up a God to serve. Huh? We were in darkness and then Jesus. 
Woo, my God. He brought us out of all of that darkness into the marvelous light. Uh, and he picked us up and he turned us around and he placed our feet on solid ground. You better thank God for his love because he could have left us out there drifting and wondering and lost. How many ever been in a position where you was lost? Everybody should raise your hand because we were all lost. Thank you Jesus that Jesus found me. And thank you Jesus that he found you. My God. So we don't have the luxury of picking and choosing who we love on. Oh, oh, that's a topic all on itself. Oh, my God. You better thank God that God handpicked you. Oh, my God, that he looked down and had compassion on you. Oh, my God, even when you was acting up and we was out there and doing any and everything, we thought we were big and bad enough to do. Couldn't nobody tell us nothing. And God still touched us with his finger of love when we was messed up and jacked up, all twitched up. God looked down on us with his love and his compassion and his tender mercy. And he touched our life and he tugged on our heartstrings because we was mean and evil. Wicked. Messed up from the floor up. Oh my God. We didn't have God on our mind. Oh we had us on our mind. Our own agenda. What we wanted to do. We wouldn't stunt nobody else because it was all about self but the love of God showed up Jesus thank you God oh my God it takes growth to love on people because everybody ain't gonna be lovable come on here let's just keep it real Sunday school everybody we deal with ain't lovable people and we weren't lovable either. Come on now. Cussing like a sailor. Huh? Foul and dirty mouse. Huh? Oh, filthy behavior. Huh? Crooked perverse. Huh? And everything we did. And now we want to act like we so high so did it. We don't know where we come from. Don't you forget where God brought you out from. Huh? Because you need to keep a healthy attitude huh? at all times. Huh? Keep yourself high. out there, it was somebody that told us one day, you know God loves It was somebody that gave you a meal when you was hungry. It was somebody that helped you when you was broke. It was somebody that didn't look down on you when you was caught up in sin. It was somebody that invited you to church. Oh, oh come on here. Let's not forget now. Huh? We ain't had it all together. 
It was somebody that prayed for you. Oh, oh, we can drop the mic right there. It was somebody that prayed for you. We couldn't get a prayer. <laughs> Woo! My God, the old mothers used to say, somebody prayed for me and had me on their mind. Took the time to pray for me. And I'm so glad they prayed. I'm so glad they prayed. I'm so glad they prayed for me. Huh? Yes, 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 yes. So that's why we should find ourselves even more saying a prayer for folk. Huh? We ain't got to go to 40 day, 40 night friends, but you should have an audience with God by now. You should be able to get a prayer through. You can say a prayer for a stranger on the corner. You can say a prayer for the people you come in contact with on a day to day basis. People are hurting. People are lost and confused. Don't know which way to turn, but it's our responsibility to show them the love of God. Uh huh. You can say a prayer, huh? You ain't got to make a scene. Yeah, say a prayer for them, huh? Because sometimes we may not know exactly what they need, huh? But God knows, huh? God knows. Oh, my God. And it's easy. Let me say this. On this subject of picking and choosing, it's easy for me to show you kindness because I have affection for you. It's easy for me. And it's easy for you to show compassion to your people. Why? Because you love them. That's natural. Huh? But what about the people that you're not connected with? Huh? That's the challenge. Huh? The people that don't go to church with you, the people that's not in your family, the people, huh, that's tatted up, ratted up, huh? The people that ain't had a bath, the people, oh. Mm. Yeah, yeah, them, the, those. Yeah, because see, it's easy when I have a connection with you. Huh? Because I go out of my way for my people. That's easy. But it's a challenge when I don't know you. It challenges me and it pushes me, huh? When we don't have no family connection. You ain't my cousin. You ain't my auntie. You ain't my uncle. You mama and my daddy. You, you, you see what I'm saying? Huh? And so what I love about God is he pushes us out the comfort zone. And we don't know how many tests that God sent our way. How is you going to treat them? How is you going to deal with them? How is you going to talk to them? Ooh, because a lot of times we fail tests. Huh? Yeah. Sometimes God will put people in our pathway to test us. Show us where we are. Because we think we're here. And God will constantly show, whoa, 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 pump the brakes, sis. Pump the brakes, brother. You actually right in there. Huh? So we all got to grow. We all got to come up. It, 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 it takes a process of growth. Can I get a witness? When you first got in the church, you know, 
you was excited and woo, you just, I just, I said it. Woo, I felt like this. I ain't never had no experience like this. You would just praise the Lord, praise him. Yeah, praise God. You was just so elated with the glory of God. Woo, nobody could upset you. Woo, you just said praise the Lord to the dog and the cat. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him. Neighbors looking at you like, what's wrong with this fool? You just come around. Praise the Lord. Praise him on the job. Praise him in Kroger's and Walmart. Everybody looked at you. But to that, to that kind of enthusiasm, huh? You were just ready. You were just ready with the glory to God. I'm gonna be a blessing to somebody today. I wonder how we acted. I'm just going to be a blessing. Because we just wanted to be a blessing. Huh? That's a part of loving your neighbor. You just want to be a blessing. Because God done blessed us with so much. Huh? Look at your life and where you are right now. As opposed to where you was five years ago, ten years ago, twenty years ago. Look at where you are right now. You gotta come to the conclusion God been good to me. God been good to me. <laughs> Woo, my God. We ain't got no reason to complain. We ain't got no reason to fuss when we look over our life and see what God has brought us from, what God done done for us. We gotta come to the conclusion He's a good He's an awesome God. He's the Almighty, and I love Him. But first, love me, and as He loved me, I can love anybody else. It ain't hard. Open up your bowels of mercy and compassion, huh? We ain't tight and we ain't stingy, folk. That ain't other people's of God. That ain't the love of God. Come on here. Especially, look, the, the old church showed us how to do it. They didn't have money, but they showed was strong in faith. They were rich in faith. Baby, you come over to their house and give you a slice of cake. Let me give you a cookie. Huh? Because they were poor. They didn't know about how the jobs that we got now. They didn't know about how the stuff that we got now. Huh? Come on here. But every time they came in contact with anybody, baby, can I get you something? Baby, have some, have some dinner. And that was all the food they had for several days. But they opened up their vows of compassion. Huh? They had a cake. That's all they had. Sitting right there in that pretty cake bowl. Let me get you the cake. Let me get you a little something. And then, you know, I used to go over to, because I was raised up under old women. You go over their house, and all they had was change, Brother Lamont. They didn't have dollars. See, you know, we got dollars, you know, under the mattress and in the pillowcase. You know, we got dollars in the 401k, the 5013B, and all of that. They didn't have that. Huh? They had change. Let me get you a little something. Yeah. They, they come up to you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this just slide you a little something. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. But see, that's how they stay blessed. Yeah. Huh? Come on here. Yeah. 
because they were givers. Huh? They loved old folk. Huh? They didn't mind talking to folks. See, we don't even like talking to now. Huh? Baby, let me just talk to you. You remember how they used them old mothers, they just, baby, let me talk to you. Huh? And then they would tell you some stuff. And it was the way they did it, Sister Marsha. You couldn't help but to sit there and listen. Huh? It may have made you mad. Huh? Uh, but it was the truth. Huh? They told you the truth in love. Huh? Because they didn't see you shipwreck your life. Oh, we still did it anyway. We still shipwrecked it. We shipwrecked it. Yeah, we did. Huh? But that's the kind of love that God is expecting and that he's looking for. Because guess what? The same it affected me and I still remember that it affected you too. Uh-huh. You still remember them old women and them old men from your childhood. They had an impact on your life. Why? Because they showed you love. Didn't matter how bad you was. Didn't matter how bad you was. Huh? Come on here. Still showed you what? Love. Huh? Still fed you? They opened the door for folks that didn't have a place to stay? And if it wasn't for them, a whole lot of folks didn't home They just would have been home. Huh? Let's just tell the truth. Huh? I remember all of them. All of us. Huh? That came into my life. Off the top of my head, how many help? Not even counting the folks I didn't know. Because a lot of times they didn't even go around telling folks that they helped somebody. See, we got to brag and boast now. You got to tell everybody, I helped so and so and so, and I did this for them. I did that for them. God ain't getting no glory out of that. Huh? Come on now, you ain't got to tell the right. Oh, what is that, Sister Bing? You ain't got the right hand, what the left hand is doing. You know, sometimes we talk too much, we tell too much. Do what you do in secret and God will reward you openly. Huh? So that God get the glory. So there was a question in here about God required us to love our neighbors as ourselves. How much do we love ourselves? Is the first part of the question. Oh, come on, class. How much you love yourself? I can tell you how much. Oh, you love yourself real good. Huh? Oh, come on here. Let's just. Do we love ourselves? And if we truly love others as much, what does the relationship look like? Oh, 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 that's a loaded question right there, huh? Because guess what? When we wake up every day, we're going to look out for our own self first. Come on now. We love ourselves, hmm? and sometimes we may love ourselves a little too much. <laughs> a little bit too much. <laughs> Oh, come on here. We're going to fluff it. Uh, We're going to pamper it. Uh-huh. This self. And we're uh, we going to motivate 
ourselves and we're going to talk to ourselves and we're going to treat ourselves. I ain't treat myself all the time before I got with the pastor. You know, I had to love on myself first before I get. Okay, well, that's another subject. You know see? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, you love yourself. Uh huh. And you do everything you do to what? Save you, take care of you, right? Uh huh. Come on, somebody. But what would the relationship look like if we treated other folks just like we treat our. about people instead of thinking about glory of God. Huh? Huh. And so we talked about the people of the groups that are difficult. Well, I kind of scratched the surface. Y'all talk back to me. What are some of the groups of people you find it most difficult to deal with? Ooh. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, just keep it real. Me. Prejudice? It is. It's hard to deal with prejudiced people. Uh-huh. You know, my concept, one of my concepts about prejudiced people, at least I know where you stand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, at least I know where you stand. You know, I have limited dealing with you because you don't appreciate me for who I am. Because I ain't got to move in with you and you ain't got to pay my bills and I ain't paying yours. Amen? Love you. Keep on moving. Anybody else got something to add? Church for woo! Oh, y'all hear that? People in the church can be hard to deal with. Why is that? Okay, think they know it all. Come on, y'all. Because you done, you done dealt with them. Let me write some of these jokes down with baby Yamsa. Well, okay, okay. All right now. You've been in church all your life. You didn't encounter, I don't know how many different types of people in church. Not just this church, but other churches you done been to. Ones you grew up in your childhood. And you just got to come to the conclusion, there were a lot of folks that were just hard to deal with. Huh? And why is that? But, oh, oh Rosetta, I need to put you on the loudspeaker. We walk back They're unhappy. People that are unhappy, it's hard to deal with because they want it their way. Uh-huh. You know, they don't want to just compromise and then they want to make you miserable too because Ooh. they're not happy. Oh! Oh! So if you're in the church and you're miserable, then that spirit spreads to somebody else. Oh! Oh! Yeah! Because misery love company. Ooh. Wow. What's going on? You know, and then if we don't know these things, we have a tendency of withdrawing. And so people think we may be rebellious or we may just be disobedient in the church. And that's not always the case. The case can be an underlying situation of what's going on in that person's life. And so again, as Rosetta said, to reiterate a little on that, we can be in a position and we're thinking that we're knowing everything that everybody else don't know or we want to feel like we're above that person 
or if we say something, it may be the right or wrong answer to that person. Oh, did y'all hear what Marsha just said? Hmm. Okay. This is good because it opens up a dialogue. Uh huh. Because see, you don't know what somebody else is going through. Mm-hmm. We quick to make a judgment, you know, based on somebody's countenance when we don't know what they just went through, what they've been through all week long, what's affecting them. Oh, come on, somebody, huh? Because we're not as connected as we should be. Huh? Because when we leave, we go to our separate places, we rarely check on each other, text or call or anything like that. And that's why I tried to reiterate to the women, call each other's name out in prayer every day because everybody is going through something. I'm going to come to you in just a minute. I got you. I got you. But did you just hear what they had to say? Because everybody is going through some real tough stuff now. And it's happening quick. It ain't waiting years down the line. It's happening back to back to back to back to back. Because you got to realize we are in the end of the end and it's getting tougher and tougher. And that means you got to get tougher and stronger for the journey. You got to endure all the way to the end. And what that means is you're going to have to go through some hard stuff, endure hardships as a soldier of Christ Jesus. And it's going to be tough. It ain't going to be easy. Nothing in this life that's worth it is going to be easy. Huh? We don't have all the answers. But the word has the answers. Huh? And when God choose to deal with a situation, he'll send the word. But if he's not ready to deal with it, he ain't. He'll be quiet and you got to keep trusting him. You got to keep following him by faith. You got to know that he's Know it within yourself that God is on my side. He ain't going to come by and pat you every day and tell you it's going to be all right. That devil's a lie. He ain't going to do that. You got to trust and believe and know God for yourself. You got to know his word. You got to stand on his word. Huh? And so, you know, it would behoove us. To be close and tight-knit even more as a family. We all got our differences. We all got our own situations and our own problems. But it don't hurt to just touch out. Say, I'm just checking on you. I just wanted to let you know I love you and I'm praying for you this week. Because sometimes that'll go a long way. Mm -hmm. That's because the saints especially going through hell and high water. You hear me? Huh? Because the world is already lost. Huh? But the devil has done cranked it up a notch and trying to make sure that you don't make it, that you don't endure to the end, that you get off track, that you get off with God, that you Huh? Everybody got to fight. From the pulpit to the door. Sister, that was good. Sister T. 
Amen. I'm trying to get around everybody, Elder. One thing uh, in concerning the church people is the church has got to know how to interact and deal with one another. God is not going to allow you to be successful with dealing with folks outside of the church. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It ain't going to happen. That ain't going to happen. Mm -mm. We have to be easily entreated. Mm -hmm. Huh? How can we say that we love and we haven't even seen him. Absolutely. And then we see each other, our brothers and our sisters. Mm -hmm. But we don't show love to one another. Love and kindness should be operating and flowing because that's an operation of the Holy Ghost. Uh -huh. The book of Romans said, and hope make it not a shame. And it was the love of God that was shed abroad in our heart. It should be here. Amen. We got to fake it. We got to put on and pretend. But the love of God that shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. Huh? We got to pretend and fake. Huh? I ain't got to pretend. Because y'all my people's. Huh? Mm -hmm. And we may disagree, but we're going to agree to disagree and move on. Huh? We still going to love each other. Mm -hmm. And I may say a harsh something to you, and you may say something to me, but can't nobody out there come up to me and talk about mercy ministry. They don't get that twisted. Huh? Ain't none out there going to come to me and say anything about y'all. And y'all should have the same attitude. They, huh? With all our mess ups and hang up, they still. Amen. This my church, huh? This is where I get fed at. This is where I grow at, huh? Come on here, amen. I think it was something. It yeah. I'm going around with the mic. I was going to say something that made me shy away from coming to church a lot of times. Not not specifically this church, but some other churches that I've tried going to is uh -huh. uh, it, it do resonate with them being judgmental, but if they see that your sin is different from something that they was doing when they was in sin, they will turn up their nose on you quick and condemn you to hell. Oh. And that's... Yeah, yeah. Did y'all hear that? Being judgmental. Hmm. Hmm. Let's let that soak in for a minute. Can I rephrase it for a day? Because okay. I'm writing notes. Okay, you write notes. Go ahead and rephrase, Elder. Condemning me for the same things they done. For they do. For they done. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Or trying to put somebody else on a standard that they can't follow. Hmm. Okay, we, we write notes down. Huh? All that soak in. Because we didn't all experience that where we done been around judgmental folk. You know? Whether it's in the church, out of church, you know, try to be up here and think you down here, you ain't good enough and you ain't on their level. You know, because they got levels now. <laughs> you know, they, they deep now. Everybody got a level. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, but especially when we came to church, you know, it seemed like the light, the, the, the light was flashing on. 
Nobody, you didn't really feel comfortable, mm-hmm. you know. And he was like, I don't know, you know. And in people's mind, they're thinking, Are they good enough? Mm-hmm. That's what the pressure is. The, 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 the pressure mm-hmm. of thinking that they're good enough, huh? And so that's why we have to constantly work on the atmosphere and the culture in the church to make people feel comfortable Comfortable in coming, not comfortable in sin. Because we still got to preach against sin. We still got to preach truth. Huh? But make the atmosphere conducive to where the Holy Ghost come in and touch the hearts and minds of people. Huh? Because the Holy Ghost does an excellent job at hiding our flaws. Mm-hmm. If we allow the Holy Ghost to do the <laughs> conviction, uh huh, you know, and, and we stay it, out of the Holy Ghost business, stay out of the Holy Ghost business, <laughs> and stop trying to run God's church, mm-hmm. huh, and let who's appointed, appointed do the huh, do the talking mm-hmm. and the ministry, mm-hmm. huh? You just show the love, huh? Few members ain't got no business trying to give folks a word. Mm-mm. Huh? Let them hear the word from here. Wasn't that, that said in there? Oh. No too much. No too much? Yeah, I wrote that one down too. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Let me, let me open the book because it was another point. Okay. Did anybody, because I think Faith, did Faith say she had something? Yeah, we all got the same dose of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> let, 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 let's get that. Uh, you know, I ain't got no teaspoon and you got a cup of the Holy Ghost. That ain't how it works. Thank you, Faith, for that. It's only one ghost. It, it's one ghost. Huh? From the apostle, That's the right. bishop, That's right. the evangelist, Same the missionary, ghost. the soul strip, the usher, the deacon, the mothers, the fathers, the pew members. Everybody got the same dose. That's right. He's going to be able to get up there with God and say, you gave Elder more Holy Ghost than me. Mm. He's going to say, depart from me. Mm-hmm. Huh? Get out of my sight. You're not going up there telling no telling God that kind of foolishness. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you, you gave uh, uh, Sister Tina more Holy Ghost than you gave me and Alfreda. No, brother, you got the same dose. Yep. What did you do with it? You just got out your life. How did you let it operate? How did you let it flow in you? That's what counts. Was Christ in you the hope of, of glory? That's what counts. The love of God operating it, uh-huh. the fruits of the Spirit. Oh! And we got angels. Yep. Huh? God is not a respected person. Don't make no difference. So we ain't going to be able to charge God foolishly. I would advise you not to tell God that. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> Woo! More Holy Ghost than others. Uh, nah, uh-huh. 
okay, wow. okay. So we shedding some light this morning. Anybody got something else, Sister Bean? First lady coming down the roads this morning. Well, I just want to reiterate what some of them say is that sometimes when you go to church, some saints do think they're more saved than you, and they tend to treat you different because they think they are more, I would say, holier than thou. They think they're more saved than you are, so they're above you. Uh-huh. But like mm. you said, God don't operate that way. That's None of us are above the other. That's right. That's right. I'm more oh. than I. Is that down, Elder? I got to get Holier it. than and thou. Have you ever experienced that, Mark? I work with a lot of women. Uh, so you said a lot of them? A lot okay. of them. And so that's what they think. In their mind, that's their mindset. It doesn't matter. And I try to explain to them, it doesn't matter who you are, where you come from. It's the end results that God will be looking for. So be careful how you treat people because you don't know who's going to have to wipe your mouth at the end of the day. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So we got to be careful how we treat folk. And I've been saying this for quite some time. And I tell, you know, the pastor, me and him talk. I said, you know, folks got to be careful how you treat folk. Because one day you're going to need a cup of water. When you die in a thirst. Ooh. Oh. You may need somebody to turn you and to wipe you. Mm. So then that means that you put seed in the ground. Mm-hmm. And then you reap because you put some good stuff out there. You put some good stuff in the ground. So when your day come. Come on, come on, mm, come on. Okay, that's right, okay. that's right. Come on, come on. I'll let you turn it. Okay. Come back if you Okay, okay. Holier than now. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And to add to what she had just said, careful how you treat others. Yeah. Cause somebody might have to give you a cup of water. That's right. <laughs> and a lot of times, guess what? The ones that you put your most stock in out in the street or even in your own family yes. will be the last one to give you a cup of water. The last when the one. the saints going to be the one that's going to show up on your behalf. That's right. That's why that's right. you got to understand that's right. the knitting of God's family. That's right. That's right. Because we all supposed to be family. Yes, ma'am. Because the Bible said to be kind if as much as is possible. Possible. Much as possible. Huh? Mm-hmm. Be kind to everyone, but yes. especially, especially the put emphasis. Yes, ma'am. But especially the, the household, household of faith. faith. Kind of everybody. Mm-hmm. Huh? But he put emphasis. But he on put the emphasis church. on his church. Especially the household of faith. Mm-hmm. That's a mandate from God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God to show you, 
your kid folks turn their back on you. <laughs> In a minute. <laughs> Come here. So you stop counting it's that your, dog. Just stop counting dog. that thing. That's my blood. You'll find out that blood is thin as water. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Let your day come and Let think you're going to have a whole swarm of them kin folk uh, to come see about you. You think? Huh? Don't hold your breath, sis. Don't hold your breath, bro. I don't receive more kindness from the church than I ever received for a lot of my kin folk. Ain't heard from them years. Ain't, they ain't called tech, none Absolutely. of that. Don't care whether I'm dead or alive. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm just keeping oh. Now look at how much kindness and love that you don't receive from the household of faith versus what you receive from supposed to be your blood. Mm -hmm. Come on now. Blood. Because a lot of time, a lot of time in your family, there's a lot of jealousy. Hatred, oh, it exists. So they just keep it real. They don't want to see you do good, huh? And think you owe them something, you know, because you're doing better for yourself, you know. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, that that that, that happens in every family. Can I get a witness? Every family go through the same kind of stuff, but we got to be. So very careful not to give this aura that we holier than thou, because that's a big turn off to a lot of people. We got to do more turning on than we do turning off. Come on, somebody. You should be turning somebody on to Jesus Christ. Huh? Paul stood against some hard peoples. Huh? Brought in the courts against the king Agrippus, yes. the Festus, the Felix, all of these crooked folk Don't that didn't have God. Huh? Talk to them so. Then one of them said, now man, you, you talking all the Jesus stuff, man. You, you, mad. you about mad. You about you crazy. Mad. You going mad. And then we get mad when folks call us crazy for you doing know. all that sanctified stuff, going out them church services. Huh? Well, actually, they kind of paying you a compliment because they're telling you that you're doing a whole lot to serve the Lord. Mm -hmm. and what you getting mad for? Then he stood before one and talked Jesus so to the king said, now, uh -huh. oh, you know, you almost you had me. me. You, almost made <laughs> you, me you, you, you almost had me. You almost persuaded me to be a Christian. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. But it was how Paul did with him. You, you see, it's sometimes it's all about approach. You gotta write that one down. Sometimes, sometimes it's all about the approach. Sometimes we forget the approach of dealing with others. And, and, I, and I like what Felix said because it said a whole lot about Paul. He said, Paul, much learning. Much learning. Have made you mad. mad. <laughs> If learning about Jesus is going to make, make me, me mad, mad, I'm going to be a mad man. Be a mad man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because you know, Paul gave him a good Bible study. Yeah. Huh? Went all down through his lineage. He probably went through all the lineage. <laughs> Took him from down in Genesis in the Old Testament. Uh -huh. Showed him Jesus. 
to where we at right now. Much Jesus. Much all this learning you talk, all this stuff you talk about made you mad. Huh? That's a good thing. I'm going to be mad for Jesus. Uh-huh. <laughs> Call me crazy, holy roller, and all of that. Talk about me. The more you talk about me, I'm going to be on my knees, but I'm going to serve him. Glory to God. I'm going to have some joy in doing it too. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be happy in the Lord. Life is just too short, y'all. Huh? To be mad and hateful and mean and evil. Life is so short. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Mm-hmm. So sometimes we just got to look at our perspective and how we see Same in thing, life. Right. Yeah. How we see in this thing called life. Right. Because it's so fragile. Right. right. Absolutely. And God has given us a space and time. Yeah. Just to look. Huh? And it was a man that said, "It's not how you started. It's how you end. How you end. Mm-hmm. But also what you did, did in, between in between the dash. The dash. Mm-hmm. What did you do in between the dash? Uh oh. Huh? Because you can so end all wrong. 1952, 64, 72, 81. What did mm-hmm. you do in between in the between dash? The dash. Huh. Yep, because you can end wrong. Yeah, you can end up wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it ain't how huh? you end. <laughs> what did you do in between the dash? I, I just wanted to bring out a point about this Good Samaritan here. Because now, uh, you know, the Word of God here done affected us so that we have a Good Samaritan law. Y'all know that, don't you? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All because of this. Now, those that work in healthcare, you know, have an understanding. Uh-huh. You know, if somebody, because I situation of quite a bit, bless my heart. You help somebody, you're a medical professional, the Good Samaritan law is supposed to protect you from being sued. Protect you. Uh huh. But many times I've been arrested with people, you know, and I hated going to Walmart when the kids were small because it never failed. Every time I went to Walmart, somebody was in trouble. Uh, uh. <laughs> hey, and you know, they'll even tell you now on a lot of these hospital jobs and healthcare jobs, try not to wear your scrubs out in public because they expect you to be the, huh? You expect it to come to somebody's aid and rescue when they in trouble. And I've been doing it. I didn't have the bad habit of having my scrubs on when I go out. Because, I mean, everything done changed now with the store hours. I barely get a chance to go to the store through the week because everything closed so early. I get off at 7 o'clock. But anyway, so it was a couple of times where <laughs> Polar and Vesta, <laughs> Chick-fil-A is one of the biggest ones. I wish y'all would chew them chicken nuggets and stop swallowing them chicken nuggets. Stop inhaling the chicken and chew it. Chew the chicken. And I done got caught plenty of times. This poor lady, poor people was in tears because, you know, folks didn't know how to do the Heimlich maneuver and they thought their co-worker was finna die right in front of their face. Oh, Lord Jesus. (sighs) 
I left my poor kids in the high chair, in the regular chair. I just left them, went flying across the restaurant, and they just looking at me like, Mama, you coming back? <laughs> Walmart, somebody passing out these CPR, and I don't know. But anyway, you know, the thing is, is that we got to be careful. You know a situation, and you do nothing to help the situation. You, you, you see what I'm saying? Because this is what the Jewish men, the priests, did. You know, they chose to look over. Yeah. Hmm? But it was the Samaritan. Huh? The one that they didn't think nothing of. The reject. Huh? The one that didn't have the lineage. The one, you, you see, didn't have the, the, the money and the resources. It Jewish. Mm-hmm. Didn't have the name. Didn't have the stock. Uh-huh. He was the one. See, you, you gotta, y'all better thank God that God put some good people out here to look out for you. <laughs> huh? Because it's some Samaritan You think the ones that's high sedity and rich is going to be bothered with you? Uh-huh. But when you got a flat, uh-huh. When you trouble on the side of the road, you get in trouble, who, who you think going to come to your rescue? It's going to be some effort. Uh, it's going to be them Gentile folk. Huh? Oh, yeah. So, hey, huh? And we got to challenge our thinking here. Pastor came up at the right time. I've been passing the mic, Pastor. Oh, <laughs> uh, class number two. Elder number two. <laughs> <laughs> did you, did you get <laughs> oh. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Let me come over here. Well, Deacon Nett, she spoke plenty. Oh yeah. Oh, you, you, you won, but you ain't going to heaven one at a time. Oh, come on, Pastor. What we talking about? Love thy neighbor as thyself. Love that. Now that's a good topic. Oh, okay. Because sometimes we don't even love ourselves. And when you find, when you look at the the world and when we was out there, the proven fact that we didn't love ourselves because we wasn't taking a good, taking good care of ourselves. We abused our body, overspent our money, and most of the time we walked around down and depressed. We wouldn't go to the doctor. We wouldn't go to uh, nobody that could actually help us. Some of us need to go to a psychiatrist when we got out there. Because life had left us jacked up. Amen. And, and, and you'd be surprised if you talk to the folks that are out there now, if they would just go and talk to a psychiatrist and get it off their chest, they'll be able to grow. And the reason why folks ain't growing and want to blame everybody for themselves, have you noticed the same opportunities that was out there is still out there, but you got saved, now you're looking at the opportunities different. 
And if you'd have had the same mind, you could have walked away with more than you had when you left the world. We left the world busted, broke, and, and disgusted. We didn't have nothing. We were working overtime. We worked 24 hours and we almost, and we did not. We came to church a few years. God started blessing. We started putting a little money in the bank account. Because we didn't love ourselves. You got to first be able to love God. Then you keep yourself. And you got to love God to learn how to love. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. mm -hmm. And see, that's what people don't realize. They'll never be able to love God. The family life ain't going to get no better. The, the, the brothers and sisters that you have, you've had them all your life, and you still ain't going to be able to get along with them. Because they are out there, they don't know how to love themselves. How are they going to love you? And so I believe that's what Jesus was telling us, uh, that uh, you, in order to be able to do the commandments, you got to first love the Lord thy God with all, with all your heart. With now, can you imagine if we come in here, because just, just the benefits that we have received off of the little bit of love and the part-time love we gave him, uh, we given him. If we could manage to accomplish the fact of giving God all our heart and all our love, get, the world will have to open up like an oyster to the saints of God. Yeah. Amen. You, you are the same person that you was out there in here, the same body. And just think, only thing that changed, you learned how to fall in love with God. Now, it, it, that, that seems like an impossible task, doesn't it? And on top of that, if you love God, your latter would be greater than your, your former day. You see what I'm saying? He takes the limits off. And it better explains that I have might have life in that more abundantly. You're only going to get it through love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When we refuse to love folks, we hold ourselves in bondage and we withhold the gift of God. That's why we got to forgive folks in order to be forgiven. And you got to treat folks the way you want to be treated in order to be treated right. If you want love from somebody, you love somebody. They might not love you, but God going to make sure he sends somebody along to love you the way you need to be loved. Yeah, right. yeah, Amen. Right. It's a harvest. It's a sowing. It's a reaping. All that is involved in love. It's the law. And if you just put that part into action, God said, oh, I, I'll make somebody come from overseas. I make somebody come from Nigeria, Africa. I make somebody come out of nowhere just to help you, to sustain you, to love you. That's why we as children of God, we leave in all these benefits we got and we want to leave them on the table. 
I tell them I want all mine. If folks today, I'm like, I ain't hungry, but I'm going to. You, you let the government give out a check. I, I may not need it, but you, you open my name on it. I want all of God. You ain't doing that because you. God is telling you to do that. Because I bless somebody else, and God going to make sure he open up the windows of heaven and pour me out a blessing that I don't have room enough to receive. You know what he said? I'm going to give you more than what you need. And somebody said, I, I'm good. No. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. I want more than what I need. Have you ever been in a situation where uh, 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 somebody tried to give you something, you got a few pieces, and they said, Are you sure that's all you want? You know that's a, that's a kind way of telling you didn't get as much as you could have got. Now think about what you do, God. You come by with a boatload and you just want two pieces. You take your modesty to back to the dump where you came from. If I can't use it, I find somebody can bring it on, bring it on, bring it on. Amen. You trying to tell an unlimited God to limit what he gives you. What kind of fool are you? I heard our own a lot preach that some time ago. She preached that thing. Giving, uh, uh, get, not receiving all the benefits that God got with your name on it because you trying to be modest. Come on, man. Mm. I'll be modest with Sister Leach when ain't nothing around to get. <laughs> Amen. I'll be modest, Brother Lamont, when it's a drought. When it ain't no water. He ain't giving nobody no water. I get a little bit there. But if he's giving out a lot, I want a lot. I want a lot. Why? Because you decided to give me because you love me. God chose the church before the foundation of the world to make a difference and to cause the people of the world to look at us. And if they only value things, they're going to just look at us for the things we got and we're going to get an opportunity to, to point to God that we have. Well, well, preacher. Wow, wow, wow. Preacher, what, what, preacher. What did, what did I tell you yesterday? Woo! That's what preachers do. That's what preachers do. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, my God. But we turn it back over to Sister T. So I'm a, I need to refresh in y'all mind so you'll know what all y'all said. Because y'all said these things now. So the, uh, all you that having difficulty dealing with people. Psalm says, because they know too much. Psalm says, they find it difficult to deal with unhappy people. Uh -huh. Psalm said, and I said, you have difficulty dealing with church people. Oh. Psalm said, they have a problem dealing with people when you don't know their underlying condition of other folks. So you prejudge them. Oh. Psalm said, condemning me for the same thing they did. 
judgmental. Some said that some think they got more Holy Ghost than others. Woo! Some said that some saints act like they more holier than thou. And the last one I wrote down was 